are listening to the Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 106 with my special guest today, Gary Beers. Now, you might know Gary as the bass player from In Excess, but today we're actually talking about his new band called Ashen Moon, so which is teamed up with Toby Ran on vocals from Du Cartel and guitarist Jimmy. So throughout the podcast, we talk a lot about the EP and of course a lot about the bass playing with Ashen Moon and the difference between how he's playing now to where he was playing with In Excess, plus his, his own brand of basses called GBB Basses. And Gary also lets us know about his other passion, which is for graphic arts. Now before we do go to the interview, let's have a quick listen to one of the songs called Dust Bowl. Great track. I'm sure the EP is going to be full of great tracks. So I really look forward to hearing the whole EP. Again, thank you to my sponsors, Musician, Custom Guitar Picks, and Living Music. So if you do want to download the, the, the two songs, they are available now, Dust Bowl and Mosquito. See the link in the show notes, which will take you straight to the links. Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Google Play. It's all there. So again, all in the show notes if you want to find out more about how to get the album and more about the band. So let's go over the interview now with Gary Beers. So thanks again for doing this interview for us. Mate, you're very welcome. It's great to be part of it. Yeah, and congratulations again about the band Ash and Moon. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm very, very happy with, with it. The, the band, the, the personnel, the record, you know, everything about it has been, been wonderful. Yeah. Now, actually, we might start off this one if we can. Can you tell us uh, about the name of the band, how that come about? Uh, ironically, Toby just left, but it, it, Toby oh, really? came up with it, and it's just it's something that relates to his thoughts on on where humans are taking the planet. You know, it's a bit dark, but it it's catchy. It's kind of goth and prog rock. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, it's just about really about what is obviously going on with the world right now. Is the is the planet going? Well, you know, you guys did a kick in the pants. Um, you're not looking after yourselves, you're, not looking, you're eating bats, you're eating freaking wet markets and that sort of stuff. So the, yeah, Ash and Moon is just a, is a reflection on, on really what we need to take notice of as far as looking after ourselves, looking after animals, looking after the planet, and otherwise we're going to be screwed up and, and living on an Ash and, Ash and Moon. Yeah, yeah. And you've done the logo and everything, haven't you, for the, for the band? Yeah, yeah. Toby did the... You know, we made the, the name, we just did a rough logo, and then, um, yeah, I just spent like two weeks getting it all right. I bought a whole new set of, I used to do graphic art um, as a kid, and I was going to be a, a draftsman at Garden Island Dock, Naval Dockyard when I was, I was accepted and then turned down because I took up music. But 
Yeah, I, I went out and bought myself a whole new set of pencils and, and drawing tools and did uh, the whole bunch, like the straight graphic, the circle graphic, you know, I've been cutting out stencil for the drum, for the uh, the the bass drum. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. really old school stuff. I'm loving it. Yeah, that's really cool. So you're actually doing a bit more of the the graphic art now that you've got a bit more time. Yeah, I mean, I just I just loved it. I mean, um, I really wanted to be a, an artist when I was a kid. You know, like uh, I was pretty good at it. My teachers thought I was good, but my two best friends were really good at it. Mm. One is a guy called Glenn Priest, and he's, he's still like a, quite a successful artist in Australia. Yep. So having him sitting next to me, going, you know, drawing and painting, and I'm just doing my stuff, and it, you know, all of a sudden I realised I was better off looking in other directions. And then I got the bass guitar and became the, the guy with the bass guitar. So <laughs> life, life kind of took me where it's supposed to take me. Uh, now going to the band, so we've yeah Toby on vocals, who you said just mentioned before, yeah amazing amazing fit for the whole outfit, so great voice as well. It's incredible, and and the, the the planet put us together right at the moment where he's a available. I can't believe that that quality of a singer and that good a person is still floating around looking for a, a songwriting partner and a band to join. So I just he's been looking for an avenue to put yeah, to, to make. Say the lyrics, say the statements. Mm. Uh, he's always wanted to, and now he's. We found it, the band you know, together that you know, we've got the music, and he feels comfortable singing what's really in his heart, perhaps yeah. for the first time. Yeah. So I heard a lot of Duke Cartel. I know that was a really big part of his life. He's very passionate. He's very passionate about that period of his musical career. But I know he's very passionate about about Ash and Moon and his. Yeah, what he's saying to the world right now. Yeah, and I've heard both songs, uh, Dust Bowl and Mosquito, and amazing songs. Yeah, thanks, mate. I mean, yeah, we really pride ourselves on just, you know, writing good stuff and playing well, and, and you know, it was all done in my studio. I produced it, I recorded it, uh, edited it, the whole deal, um, and then we just, you know, just took our time doing it properly. Like, if, if something wasn't quite right, we just chopped it up and started again, so... Um, you know, we really wanted to make a statement, and it, and it was more in a, a selfish way what we wanted to hear. Yeah. You know, like we're not hearing any bands doing what we're doing, so it's a bit of a, a tribute, so to speak, to to the bands that got us into music, that that kept us into music, and made us love music, like the Zeppelins and the Deep Purples and the ACDCs and the Queen. Like we really just wanted to, you know, just put all our our heart in our sleeves as far as all the things that influenced us and kept us in music. And you're saying yeah, a lot of it was written in the studio as well, or you had some ideas prior to we had ideas. We had a lot of ideas um, beforehand. Um, I have I had a couple of songs in excess. Uh, you know, one, we ran out of time in the studio. Another one was just too heavy and got turned down. Mm. Michael thought it was, actually Michael liked it, but the other guys thought it was a bit too heavy. Yeah. Uh, so, and the other songs were ideas that Toby had on his laptop and we just built that up, like Dust Bowl was actually that, with a little idea on his laptop that he, gave, you know, he sent to me and I, I built it up and then Jimmy put the guitars on it and we just kept kept you know, building the track. So um, the actual album version of Dust Bowl has, it's actually five and a half minutes long. And oh, really? it, it, it's the only track that fades out because Jimmy just started playing it solo. I just said, you know, be Dave Gilmore. And he just did yeah. the solo that you'll hear when you hear the final record that just goes on and it's in one take. First take, really good pass on. Yeah. Uh, 
So we had to edit it down for the radio version of Dust Bowl. But, but yeah, we just really just wanted to make a statement that, you know, what we wanted to say and what we wanted to hear. Yeah. Actually, talking about Jimmy, can you just tell us a bit more about Jimmy? Because, I mean, I know everyone here knows Toby and yourself, so... Well, Jimmy's, Jimmy's uh, from Boston, Massachusetts. I, I met him at a party, the first industry party, songwriting party I went to in LA 14, 15 years ago. I met him. He walked up and he, he was a big fan of Excess and we became lifelong friends. So, But he was he just finished his stint in, in a band called the Beth Hart Band. That was his band that he really wanted to be you know, in for the rest of his life, but circumstance had that band break up and it wasn't very pleasant and... He kind of just didn't want to be in a band for, again. So we've been mates, but not playing together. Yeah. And finally, I did a guitar player for a, this like corporate band I had together called Stadium. And Toby was—I'd already met Toby three three years ago at a party, got him singing on it, and Jimmy came on board, and the three of us just really started jamming and riffing and and you know playing. But but Jimmy's one of the most amazing rock guitarists I've ever played with. And I played with Luca I played you know I've got toured with Queen. I mean. He's special. Like he's, he's just one of those guitar players. He's one in a million. And he yeah. really loves playing, really passionate about his sound and his gear. And he's, you know, and he's, he's always got his little, little bag of weed and his little bottle of red wine. <laughs> and just a pleasure to be around. Like he's, he's, the, he's the vibe virgin. I love him dearly. Yeah. So, so with the songs uh, for the album, so did you, like I know you, you and Toby said you come up with some of the parts. <laughs> now, was Jimmy there during that recording? Oh, sorry, the writing process as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy's been there from the beginning. I mean, Toby and I really started off uh, the two of us. He used to live really close to me. Yep. He'd be always over, mm. and we just started off the process. And Jimmy came on board. Jimmy had his mother passed away during the year, and and then while he's at the airport leaving, you know, saying goodbye to his, you know, his mother, his, his godfather died. Oh. So he had to. Go. So mm. we lost Jimmy for quite a while, but during the, the period of, of recording, but. He was always—he's always there. Like he's, he's just sitting in the back of the room. He's always around, always ready with an idea and a thought and a guitar part. And he's—he's he's been a major part of the recording. And he's—I've given him a—you know—he's on the songwriting because whether or not he wrote a part of the song, his parts became part of the song. So yeah. he's—he's definitely deserved that—that that credit. Yeah. Now, do you, do you play guitar as well? Yeah, I play enough to write. And also, you know, the tricks of, of sitting in a studio and you're, you're, you know, you can edit things to make it sound great. But yeah. I, play, I play from the heart. You know, I, I, I mean, we'll hear some songs that are very riff orientated that I wrote on guitar. Yep. Uh, and someone like Jimmy comes along and makes them better. I mean, yeah. um, and the fact that I write things that a real guitar player probably wouldn't think of writing. Yeah. I write from a bass player idea of being a guitar player. So they work really well together. I mean... I play well enough to write. That's that's all I'll say about it. You know, and I'm, uh, I, I'd much rather prefer it when a real guitar player comes along and makes my guitar part sound ma- magnificent. You know? Yeah, <laughs> but but you write enough to get the ideas out across. The, yeah, 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 yeah. I wrote I wrote a lot of the guitar parts on the record. I mean, okay. uh, Jimmy wrote all the other parts, and and even Toby. Toby's a great acoustic player. Yeah. Uh, but Jimmy's Jimmy's the, the he's the guitar player of the band. He's the lead guitar player. He's the the main guy, pretty much everything you'll hear will be him. There'll be bits and pieces of mine still in there from the writing. Yeah. Yeah, mostly I wanted Jimmy to, to, to replay it and do it better. So yep. you'll hear some of the stuff that I that became an integral part of the song that mm. I just, you know, I, I just had with a, you know, with a certain effect and I couldn't recreate or 
you know, the actual sound I got was is really instrumental in why Toby sang a melody or why Toby, you know, picked a, a direction. Yeah. Uh, so I kept it in there. So how have you found the transition going from, you know, the in excess, the big two guitars, three guitars, the keyboards, down to a little three piece? Um, loving it. I mean, we got we do have you know, there's different songs that have a lot of keyboards, lots of songs that have a lot of guitars. Uh, when we've been playing live, we're doing a lot of benefits around LA for the Australian bushfires, and we yeah we just did as a corporate it's like with the Led Zeppelin lineup. It was just yeah. wonderful just to have Jimmy on one side, me on the other side, just turning up the volume and rocking out. I mean, that's the beauty of this band. We can play you know, any format and even a song that's laden with acoustics and keyboards, we just love jamming out a different way. Yeah. I mean, it's really different to NXS in the fact that NXS had the three guitar players and was either on, on, on guitar or keyboards. And I, as the bass player, hold it all together. I used to really have to sit and solid and not fool around too much and keep really hold it steady. And, with Ash and Moon, it's a different way of doing that. I mean, I, I can still move around. I can still, I can be my heroes. I can be John Paul Jones from Zeppelin doing more movement. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just a, to me, it's just more exciting. I mean, In Excess is very exciting being behind Michael. Now I'm in a band where I'm more of a feature. And yeah. I, I, I do like that because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I know how to play bass. I've, I've been yeah. doing that for a while. Yeah. And I, I like showing off, you know, and I like being in a band and, where it's, it's appreciated, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I know you said that, um, like with this album, you know, it's some of your best playing. Do, do you think that's come down to that where you had to actually play more being in that case? Yeah, I think so. I mean, In Excess was, was a completely different animal. I mean, Andrew wrote, you know, we all wrote, but Andrew and Michael wrote the majority because they were the best at it. Yeah. Andrew really thought every part out, even, even bass parts. I mean, you know, Andrew, he and I used to work together on the keyboard bass combined with electric bass going back to original spin. I mean, we're, you know, there's, I, it was a really good part of learning the learning process. I mean, Need You Tonight is keyboard bass and what you think is a fuzz guitar is actually a Rickenbacker bass through a Marshall turned up to, to 11. I mean, yeah. you know, and, it, and it just sounds like the, the fattest distorted guitar but it's actually a bass. And that's what we used to love doing together. You know, like Andrew and I, we kind of started, you know, we, I met Andrew in 74, so we kind of started playing together when we were still kids. So we, we do have a, a real affinity to play together. So, um, but then to move on to, to Ash and Moon and with Jimmy, just whatever you want to do. <laughs> Everyone's pretty much open to whatever you want to do, which has never been the case with an excess. Yeah. It's, it's always some total of what you're going to end up with is going to be pretty much what you don't do. Like yeah. it, you know, it was, it was more the regular thing of it, a good bass player is what you don't play. Yep. And I appreciate that. No, I got really good at that. But I really like, I still know I still know, know how to do that, but I still know, now know where to put a really groovy bass line, you know, like, yeah. and, and working with the vocal yeah. and make it inspirational to the vocal, you know? Yeah, that's right. Now, talking about In Excess, so do you think you guys will play some of those songs when you, when you go out and play live again? Well, yeah. I mean, no one else is playing. And there's no one, no one official from In Excess are playing In Excess songs. I mean, Andrew's doing some amazing, he's just released a great record of, of country, of his own country songs. And that's his thing. And I really, I'm really happy he's still playing. Uh, I'm a rock guy. Yeah. And if the other guys have all kind of retired, um, I, I love in excess music. I mean, I grew up playing it all my life and I grew up loving it. And 
it's interesting through my my kid, I got eight year old twins here, and through their eyes, your dad's band is Action Moon because we, mm. we spent last last year at my house recording it. Yeah. Eyes in the band, are, you know, Action Moon are, are my band, yeah. and then the, the, they're just discovering an excess. Like they hear it on the radio, they go, "Oh, that's your other band." And they're like, "That's your other band." Like, yeah, we put on videos every now and then. Look, you know, when Dad had more hair and you know, yeah. like the whole deal. Yeah. Uh, we have mullets and things. You know, like, so it's an interesting way to go around it. I mean, the, the songs in excess are timeless, and I'm really proud to be part of that, that part of music history. So, yeah, I, I, of course, I'm going to play them. I mean, we're we're actually doing. Just because we're in lockdown, we're doing acoustic versions of, of Asher Moon songs and other songs, including a couple of In Excess songs. Mm. Just songs I always wanted to do in an acoustic and percussive reinvention. So we're really enjoying the lockdown as best we can with a, with a different music. Now, talking about your, your basses, because you have your, your own bass that you make, don't you, the GGB? Yeah, the GGB basses. I've been electronics guy, electronics couple for years, and I did woodwork at school. So, that, you know, woodwork and electronics is a bass. You know? mm. So, I've, I started on the, the idea for the pickup electronics back in Australia years ago, and I finally bought all the string winder and taught myself how to make pickups here in LA, and then... I, I spent two years to get the patent, but I got a patent for my own bass pickup and electronics. Yeah. And then I, I found, I, I buy the parts, I, I found a, an amazing guy, uh, a, a painter. Uh, he, he paints, the, paints the, the bodies and the necks and makes them look either brand new or ancient. Yeah. Like he's, he's perfected that way of making a, an old a guitar look as if it's from the 50s and it's been played forever or it's been from the 50s and it's brand new. I mean, I mean, I get people seeing you know coming to gigs and seeing the basses and go is that a 57 or a 59 and it's like it's a 2020 yeah. <laughs> it's a like it's 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 two weeks old it's it's but they feel old and they they, they they're light and they i've really um perfected i think making a vintage bass and the pickup itself is a simple design that no one's ever thought of and mm. it's passive it's no batteries Yep. But it, one pickup gets five different sounds, or any variation of five different sounds, and it's all I use on the record is my basses. I've got seven prototypes, five strings, four strings, fretless, and um, I, I use that's all I use, and and they, they really sound good, and they really feel good, and they really yeah. So I'll be getting those out later in the year. I've, I've got no reason to to be procrastinating about that anymore. I've got <laughs> they work. Um, you know, the band record's done. You know, I've got a reason to get the, the basses out there now. Yeah. I know bass, bass players a lot. I know, I know it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and you say you've got some guitars as well? Six strings? I've got a guitar for Jimmy. Um, yeah. But the, the actual, my pattern to pick up the design, I haven't had a chance to do a prototype for a guitar yet. I know it's going to work. And I, I went to NAMM in January here in LA and I introduced myself to Timor Duncan, who's the guru of pickups in the world like he's he was yeah he used to do all the he was jimmy hendrix guitar tech i mean God, he, he built effects and pickups for jimmy so yeah been around yeah. uh he, he's the, he's the guru so i went up and introduced myself and in excess of always you know, the guitar players in excess have always loved seymour duncan stuff when all this clears up a bit because seymour duncan they're about two hours north of la up in san luis obispo so i'm going to drive up there and 
and see if they can build me a prototype guitar pickup because yep. I know it's going to sound good. Mm. In a, in a, uh, so that's the next step. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah. Next year, if you guys come down and tour, we can check them out live. Well, yeah, yeah. Jimmy's, Jimmy's. I said Jimmy, I built a guitar for Jimmy. It hasn't got my pickup in it. It's a, it's a color that I, I, I picked called. It's called Candy Apple Tangerine. Okay. And it's a beautiful guitar. Like it's, it's a beautiful orange. The paint's all cracked, like just like as if it's from the fifties. So it's, it's yeah. really new, kind mm. of a cool guitar. And one day I'll get the prototype pick up. I'll drop it straight with him. He'll test drive it for me and. Yeah, so you think you guys, I mean, once this is all cleared, you will come down to Australia a bit more than you did with InXS? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, we were all born to play live, and we love playing live. We uh, we had all these, these gigs and, and shows cancelled because of it. We had a, a big show in the Midwest cancelled two days ago that was for 20,000 people, like a big festival. So, yeah, we're we're ready to go. Um, And so as soon as we get the okay and it's all safe to get out there again, um, in whatever form it is, we're going to – we'll be in Australia, we'll be in the UK, we'll we'll tour America, we'll we'll be everywhere. I I really – there's three Australians in the band. Toby's Australian, uh, Sebastian, our drummer's from – he's from Melbourne too. Um, So – yeah, we'll, we'll be there. You know? yeah. So, so you know, as soon as we get the, the, the go-ahead, we'll be out there. Excellent. No, I really look forward to it. So how about the now uh, the album? When's it due to release? The album is, the full album is due later in the year, but we're going to release the album in, in as two EPs, two five-song EPs, and then release it as a 13-song full album with, uh, with vinyl and the whole deal later in the year because our record company thought the album was too strong, had too many good songs, so which is, I guess, a good problem to have. They... So they wanted to, to release five song EP. So the first five song EP will be out in late June. The second one will be out in, in probably around August, early September. And the album will be out around Christmas. It's been a long time coming for us, but we we understand. I mean, it really is a strong record. I mean, I, I if somebody even if somebody else, some other band recorded that album, I'd be a, I'd be a huge fan of that record. It's it's what I've been wanting to hear other people do for years. So yeah. uh, we finally. Did it ourselves, so you know, like yes. I'm very happy with that. Yeah, I'm very excited. So you actually finished recording the whole album, haven't you? Album's done, yeah. uh, mixed, mastered, mixed by David Ritzis, who's a seven-time Grammy Award award-winning uh, mixing engineer. He who was best friends with Jimmy back in Boston. They used to play in a band together. Okay. He's here and he's he's part of the, he's a big part of the record too. Um, mastered by Harry Weinberg, who I met years ago. He's He mastered Jeff Buckley Grace. He mastered Nevermind. Yep. He mastered all the, the Def Jam stuff. Like, he's, he's a legend. So I used him years ago and he, he's, he's now in L.A. as well. So yep. he mastered it for me. And all the we found this amazing artist who follows us on our Facebook page. And he's been submitting all the artwork. Yeah. So you know, I did the, the graphic design. He did all the artwork. It's it's a, it's a really um, nice collection of people putting this thing together. So yeah. Out done was we're just in the studio doing acoustic version. We're just having fun at the moment. Yep. 
Thanks, Ian, Gary. I really appreciate it. Take care. All right, see you later. Bye-bye. See you. Bye.